Welcome to another fantastic episode of My Orgasmic Life. I'm your hostess, Gaia Morissette. Okay, so let's get a bunch of housekeeping stuff taken care of. So first off, I am live in the dungeon. So if you are listening and you're like, oh, I need to see what Gaia is wearing because I'm all dressed up, looking all hot, and you want to see like the wall of implements behind me, go check out uh, the video on um, my YouTube channel uh, under Gaia Morissette or on my Patreon, which the link will be in the show notes. Okay. So a bunch of new changes. So before we get into our topic about switches, the struggles with switches <laughs> in the world of BDSM, another couple of housekeeping things I wanna talk about. So this will be the last filming of My Orgasmic Life live for the podcast. I have listened to my podcast audience. They have requested that they get my undivided attention and I do pre-recorded episodes so that I am not distracted by my wonderful live audience that asks me lots of questions <laughs> and say wonderful things about me that gets me distracted. So this will be the last. This won't be the last My Orgasmic Life episode. This will just be the last live recording of it live. Now, there's a bunch of different ways if you're like, oh, I don't want to miss out. I don't want to miss out. Please, how do I not make it miss out? So you can join my Instagram feed, my new Instagram feed, like my orgasmic life is growing up. It's now has its own social media presence. So you can find it on my orgasmic life podcast is my new Instagram handle. As well as um, if you, you know, like you've been following me on Facebook and you've really enjoyed all the Facebook experiences with me, then I have started a specific group called My Orgasmic Life Podcast Facebook group that you can join, um, where you can make comments about episodes that you've enjoyed, feedback. Um, it's an exciting way to uh, interact with me um, and interact with others who enjoy my orgasmic life. So you can check that out. And um, the videos, all the episodes will be posted, links will be posted in, in my orgasmic life, face, my orgasmic life podcast, Facebook group. Okay. So for everybody who's like, oh my God, what's happening? I don't understand. This is uh, all my Facebook people. This is what's going on. Okay. Um, and we're going to be doing a lot of new stuff with my orgasmic life. We're going to have like different formats and we're going to try out different formats and see which ones the you guys as the audience really, really love. So, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited to show up for you guys and I'm really, really excited to hear your thoughts and your ideas and your feedbacks and your comments that are related. This is very important, okay? This is not a sex invitation. <laughs> or an invitation to send me penis pictures, <laughs> okay? So, or to hit on me. Again, I'm not available for marriage, having anybody's babies, sex, or dating. I am here in a professional capacity. All right. How do you engage with me professionally? You can reach me at guyamorissette.com. Okay, let's get into our, um, oh, one last thing. 
I have to say, I love my audience. I just want to give some audience love for a second here. Thank you for all the years. So I've been doing my orgasmic life podcast for two and a half years now, and I have over 190 episodes. I think this is 191 or 192. And um, I wouldn't be here without my beautiful audience. So thank you. I appreciate you. I am, you know, up in my game because you've asked me to, and I can't wait for us to grow and go on this adventure and continue to grow and go on this adventure of exploration and awakening and self-acceptance together. Okay, so enough love. (laughs) Let's get into some kinky shit. (laughs) So today I want to talk to you about switches. Um, and what are, what is a switch and what are the struggles that switches have in the realm of BDSM and kink? So if you're like, well, she keeps saying BDSM, what is BDSM? If you're like, I, you're not really familiar with some of the lingo and you're not familiar. I did a fantastic episode, episode 47, go check it out. It talks about all the lingo, what everything means, Um, so that you'll be able to, you know, be in the know. Okay. So for the purpose of the today's episode, we're going to, I'm going to quickly define a switch. So switches are people that can play different power exchange roles. They don't just identify as one power exchange role. And when I say power exchange role, I mean, dominant, submissive, uh, top or bottom. So switches can and do and desire and in some ways even need, depending on their level of experience, their level of, of need and balance in the world of uh, kink and BDSM. So it may be a need to be able to be on both sides of the spectrum. And So just like bisexuality, though, (laughs) I need to put a caveat here. So often people assume that if you're bi, that that you equally are attracted to both genders. And if you're pan, you're equally attracted to all genders, identities. And that's not true. Um, It's a spectrum. And so your how much you desire and what level you desire and how often you desire to different genders is the same in the world of switches. Just because you are a switch doesn't mean you are an equal switch, does not mean that you are equally uh, desire to be submissive as you desire to be dominant. Um, there is a spectrum and it's really, really important that we start to honor that because often I hear and see in the community, the BDSM community, um, that there's a a whole bunch of weird, you know, disrespectful experiences for switches. Um, There's the, and so I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk a little bit about in the, the community, some of the things that I have run into and experienced and heard of. So first of all, I've heard the argument, unfortunately, more than once and for over years of experiences where 
in the BDSM community that there's people that don't even acknowledge that there's such thing as a switch. So let's just put that to rest. There are lots of switches. <laughs> I would identify as a switch. So that's number one. Number two, the, the, the miss, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, by the way, I've been sick. If you're like, Gaia seems off her game a little bit. Um, that's because I've been sick for the last two weeks with a horrible stomach flu. So uh, I may not be my normal, fabulous, brilliant self. Okay, so bear with me. But I show up because I love you. <laughs> I even put some clothes on, put some makeup on because I love you. <laughs> All right. So where was I? Oh, switches. So the second thing um, is that switches all desire that they're kind of sluts. Now I am, <laughs> I reclaim and I am an ethical slut, but that has nothing to do with being a switch. <laughs> okay. So those are two different things. Um, so there's this idea that if you're a switch, you, eat, you equally crave both being dominant and submissive. That's not true. Just like I talked a moment ago about bisexuality and pansexuality, it's a spectrum of where you fall in on that spectrum. One end of the spectrum is dominance, the other end of the spectrum is submission. And there's all these variables of what that looks like in between, okay? So I'm going to identify how do I identify on the scale, on this, you know, the, the switch spectrum. And so I, I identify as, like, if you were to ask me, what am I? I would probably not tell you I was a switch. And the reason I wouldn't tell you I was a switch is because I wouldn't want to have to have this conversation. Because as a, in the community, often, again, there's this assumption that that means that if I'm a switch, and I happen to be showing up as a dom and some other dom can come along and then that I will be submissive, which is not true at all. <laughs> so this is how I identify as I am, I would say 99.9% .9 dominant. I'm all about world consensual world domination and me being at the top of the food chain. Except for one person. One person that is my master, or as I like to call him, my overlord. <laughs> well, domination needs one or overlord. <laughs> um, and that is the only person on the planet that I would surrender to. And I love surrendering. And I, and then actually in reality, when I'm not working and teaching and facilitating and doming and doing all the things that I do in the world, I am submissive. I am master's pet. So even though I would say I'm 99.9% .9 dominant, that 1% of me that's submissive has created a life where I actually spend quite a bit of time being submissive. Because I, for me, I need that balance in my life. I am a better dom because I surrender. I'm a better dom because I know what my submissives experience. I'm a better dom because of it. So that's the second thing that, you know, I, I feel that switches struggle with in the BDSM community is like owning like, I'm a switch. So the next question should be is like when we identify is I'm a switch 
And the person who's in front of you, instead of jumping to a conclusion of what that means, is to ask, and what does that mean for you? How does that show up for you? The third thing that's really, really important, okay, you ready? Is that just because somebody is kinky, just because somebody is into BDSM and somebody identifies as a switch, does not mean that they are available for you <laughs> or that they're interested in engaging with you in the world of BDSM and kink. Or if, so it's really important that that doesn't, it's not a free-for-all. It doesn't mean that you're like open for business and that that is something that needs to be negotiated and talked about with each person. So when you happen to be for newbies that are walking into the world of BDSM and kink and into the community, do not assume, if you happen to identify as a dom, do not assume that first of all, anybody that you see in participating as a switch is available for you to treat them as a switch because they have not consented to being uh, your submissive. So you need to treat everybody as their equal. Even if you are dom, everybody is your equal until you have conversations about how that behavior needs to happen, okay? So that's another, that's a whole other episode on proper etiquette on how do we don't be an asshole dom, <laughs> which will be another show, <laughs> okay? Let's come back to switches. So here's the struggle that I see both that I have struggled with internally and I have talked to other uh, switches that struggle with this is that especially the switches that are majority dominant, this is the, the biggest struggle is that being seen as less than or being seen as weak or being seen as being uh, available to be taken advantage of. This comes back to that whole asshole dominance in the community that show up and are disrespectful. And there's that internal struggle of, well, if I'm really dominant, but yet I crave and desire to be in this beautiful space of submission and I whether I selectively choose who and when and how I'm going to drop into that submission space, that we there's this internal struggle that if others see this, if others know this, if we talk about this in any capacity, that somehow it will minimize the power we hold, the strength we hold, the confidence we hold, the, the, the space that we hold as dominance. And that's not true. It's only true because society has made that true. It's only true because we've been silent about it. It's only true because we don't talk about it and we don't own it. And I saw that really clearly recently. I was facilitating a, a great group chat about kink and BDSM with a group of really powerful, amazing women. And one of the other beautiful dominants, you know, started to talk as I was talking about, you know, how how I identify, you know, is basically world domination with an overlord. That's the, that's my structure, <laughs> my hierarchical structure in my life, <laughs> and and how that 
it's really important for me to have balance. And, you know, she had said, and this is really beautiful. She's like, that was so beautiful to hear because that's how she identifies. And, and there opened up, there's like this beautiful conversation that started to open up instead of us all like puffing out our chests is what often happens when you get a bunch of, you know, so, you know, doms in a room is that everybody's like trying to be top dog instead of just being like, who are you and how can I hold space for you and how can I see you as who you are? We're not in competition. We don't need to, you know, again, that will be in the asshole dom episode. <laughs> yeah. And so I, that's why I really wanted to have this conversation is one, we need to stop doing that. And we need, it's okay. And the third thing, and this is a struggle that I see that happens for a lot of females, people who identify as female, um, in being identifying as female and identifying as a dominant female, the struggle of acknowledging that you're a switch, the acknowledging that you desire to be submissive, that sometimes you crave submission, sometimes you choose submission, is like that somehow that makes us weak and that makes us bad and that makes us wrong and that makes us less of a powerful, powerful woman and it makes us less than. And these are some of these internal struggles that we have it's been deeply rooted and programmed um, and encoded in us since, you know, it, in North America anyways, um, that you can't show any signs of weakness. And we still live in a culture and a society that believes surrender and submission is a sign of weakness, which is not true at all. It's a sign of strength. It takes a lot of courage and a lot of strength and a lot of bravery to say, I'm going to let go of control. I feel safe. I've created a life in my life that I feel safe enough. I've done enough healing. I've done enough work. I've, I've created a wonderful, safe space in my life that I can now let go of control. I can hand the reins, in this case, the flogger or the riding crop, over to somebody who I have chosen that I feel safe and trust enough to take lead, to take care. I can just let go. I can just not be in charge. <laughs> I cannot have to make a decision. I don't have to be on. And choosing surrender and being able to drop into that place of submission is huge powerful and like empowered completely empowered so i just wanted to acknowledge that i see and understand those internal struggles i still struggle with them even though i i am an advocate um i'm an educator um i personally you know crave and desire and like i said i have a master i have my overlord <laughs> that keeps me balanced. So I can show up and do world domination and I can show up and be on in the world and I can be the best, most powerful version of myself because I get to have a break. And that's the most amazing, amazing. It's been a game changer for me embracing that. So 
So I think these are the major issues that switches struggle with. Um, oh, actually, there's some fun ones. Um, I know that often um, one of the struggles that I have is when I'm dom, not while I'm doming, well, a little bit sometimes when I'm doming um, for a brief second. When, you know, I'm especially when I'm exploring something new with a submissive um, that I haven't experienced yet. It's like, ooh, there's a part of me, the part of me that's a submissive, um, that's like, ooh, I want to be in those chains. <laughs> ooh, that looks fun. I want to be able to do that. And so it's like that piece of like being in charge and yet part of you also desires to not be in charge. And I know that that can be one of the struggles that I know that is kind of fun. I mean, it's a quick sort of like, woo. And the nice thing is because I've embraced being a switch instead of like being in the closet about it and secret about it. Um, and I've created somebody in spaces where I can explore I can then make a mental note and then I get to go and then go share that with my master and say, Ooh, I'd really like to do this. Can we do this? Is this something that we can explore? I'd like to be on the receiving end of this. The other beautiful thing is that as I explore my own stuff, it also then helps me bring it to the table for my submissives because I've just experienced this. So I'm like, oh, I totally get this. I don't just get it on an intellectual level and the psychology of it, but I get it on like a deep soul level of what that sensation and what's going on might be going on psychologically and emotionally deeply inside me. So yeah. So yeah, there's the, ooh, I want to be the one. My turn, my turn, my turn. That's one of the struggles. <laughs> I think the other thing that switches can struggle with unless they create some, and it depends on the switch, um, really define relationships. So if you're in a, you know, a power exchange relationship and you both are switches, then we're like, then the way you have to do it so that everybody gets their needs met is you got to create some really clear um, protocols. So one of the great protocols is deciding before you're having a play session, a kink BDSM session. Um, and again, if you're like, ooh, all this language, I don't understand what she's talking about. Go watch episode 47. I talk all about it. Okay. So you want to create clear um, protocols. And one of the best protocols is a caller. Here's my collar. So I know if I was playing now, I, like I said, I only submit to one person, my master. So if this collar is on, it's only for my master. And even if I was in an environment with other doms, um, I would only submit to my master. No other dom would ever get to um, dominate me, okay? So for me, it's very easy. But if I was in relationships where I was in a relationship where I was with another switch and the both of us wanted to go back and forth and that was something that we wanted to explore together, um, we would just have to make sure, okay, 
you're where who's wearing the collar for this play session which means that you have to stay in the submissive space and who is doming and make sure that they're doming for the whole session it's not a good idea to switch back and forth during a play session because it's in order for the submissive or the bottom in that experience to really able to drop into subspace they need to fully surrender and let go of control. The only way you can do that is by letting go of control, <laughs> surrendering, and handing the riding crop over to somebody else. Okay. And the Dom needs to really drop into that space and hold that energy for that submissive, that bottom at that time to be able to drop into, be able to drop into subspace. Okay. So that's another <laughs> struggle the switches have is where it's like, oh, I'm the top. I'm dominant. No, I'm submissive. Oh, I want to be submissive today, but I want to be submissive today. No, I want to be dominant today. Or I want to be dominant today. So that's one of the struggles that when you have two switches, <laughs> it can be a problem. And it's also really important that uh, in your relationships that you, again, define when you're playing, you define what roles you're going to be because a switch can switch roles and can switch roles. Some switches can switch roles very easily within the placing. So you really want to make sure that you define what that what role a switch is playing. Are they leading the show or are they surrendering? And it would be good to have a collar to represent that or some kind of physical reminder so that they know what role to stay in during that whole entire play session. Okay, so I think that's it. I think those are all the things. Those are all the things around switches. And again, if you're like, ooh, Gaia talked about a lot of like topics and language she's like speaking a foreign language i don't understand so many of the things she's talking about please go watch episode and listen to episode 47 of on my orgasmic life podcast so let's talk about my orgasmic life podcast Woo! <laughs> um so we ha i have i think i think this is 192 episodes um which I'm very excited about. And it's an it's been an exploration of all things sex and relationships and healing and love and my uh, ethical, slutty, orgasmic life, uh, the good, the bad, the messy. So it's quite the adventure. You got like 192 episodes of my life's adventure over the last two and a half years. <laughs> definitely go check out and you can find my orgasmic life podcast on all of the podcasting platforms, Google, Apple, Spotify. Um, you can find it at tickle.life. You can find it on my website at Gaia Morissette. Um, you can find it everywhere. And if you really are excited and love and, you know, here's some ways you can support me. Okay. Cause I know that you love and adore me just as I love and adore you guys. And so here are some ways that would be really, I invite you to support. You can join my Patreon, uh, be a member of my Patreon, which is a beautiful way of getting extra content. There's different layers and levels where you get different ways and 
extra bonuses and content and interactions with me and around, you know, for the show. You can, um, you know, if you're like, ooh, I really love, I want to see, I want to see Gaia more in the dungeon. Well, I have this great opportunity for you. It's called my BDSM membership program. It's very exciting. It's very hot. It's very sexy. You see me in action as a dominant. And sometimes you even see me as a submissive, actually. Um, and I, what I do is every month I explore a new kink or fetish in the dungeon. And it is, uh, it used to be live streaming. Now it is pre-recorded. And this month's episode was on my human puppy, which is my, which is very exciting. So last, if you're like, what's a human puppy? I did a pot at last week's episode uh, was on human puppy play. So you can go listen to that episode and you're like, Ooh, now I want to see what it actually looks like in action. Go join my BDSM membership program, which you can find at empressgaia.com. And let's see. Oh, Another way to really support is to share my orgasmic life with your people. And I know that, you know, sometimes we don't really want to know. <laughs> I'm kind of like a dirty little secret. So I get that you may not want to share, but if you, if you have some close friends that you're like, oh, would really enjoy um, or lovers or partners, um, please introduce them to my orgasmic life podcast. You can also go do reviews on um, on Apple um, podcast. That's helpful and helps the search in the search. So making reviews and comments um, that helps more people in the world find my orgasmic life. So help me make the world a sexier, safer, and more orgasmic place for us all. I love yous. I. Thanks for being with me. And I can't wait till our my next episode next week. Who knows what I'll talk about? I think I may talk about asshole doms. <laughs> Topic next week. Who knows? We'll see. All right. You can again find me at all things Gaia More, all things to find me. The, the entry point is at www.gaiamorissette.com. All of the details for all the things I just talked about will be in the show notes so you don't have to remember and have a juicy day and may be filled with exploration, self-acceptance, and hopefully some orgasmic pleasure. Till next time.